Good morning. Whether you're joining us online or here in the sanctuary, welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. My name is Biz Thornton, and I use he and she pronouns. Welcome, newcomers and oldcomers. Welcome to everyone trying something new and everyone that is feeling held by the familiar. Welcome to those who are in the building. Welcome to those who are online. And welcome to those who are watching this or listening to this at some other time. And I would like to extend a special welcome to all of those who are new to our church. Today is our burning bowl service, which is very exciting. If you are joining us remotely, and if you can, please say hello in the comments and let us know from where you are viewing the service. Either way, we invite you to fill out the online visitor form at austinuu.org. Simply, uh, simply click on Worship, which will then show you a link to the form. We would love to get to know you better. As we work to create beloved community, we welcome all who would join us in building a better world with more love, more justice, and more peace. We welcome all who would join us in growing in mind, heart, and spirit. We welcome all who would join us in tearing down systems of oppression of all kinds. We welcome all who would join their purposes to ours in a loving spirit of right relationship. Whoever you are, wherever you come from, wherever you find yourself on your life's journey, whichever your pronouns, whether you've walked in or rolled in or dialed in, whomever you love, you are welcome here. You belong here. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person. And it's in this tradition, this living tradition, that I invite you to greet the holy among us, either in the comments or by turning to those around you. Now let us greet the holy that lives in each of us this morning. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. I'm Carolyn Greminger, and I'm your lay leader this morning. Would you please join me in our words for lighting the chalice? <clears throat> this is the flame we hold in our hearts as we strive for justice for everyone. This is the light we shine upon systems of oppression until they are no more. This is the warmth that we share with one another as our struggle becomes our salvation. Our call to worship this morning is Burning the Old Year by Naomi Shayab Nye. <clears throat> Letters swallow themselves in seconds. Notes friends tied to the doorknob. Transparent scarlet paper sizzle like moth wings marry the air. So much of any year is flammable. Lists of vegetables, partial poems, orange swirling flames of days. So little is a stone. Where there was something and suddenly isn't, an absence shouts, celebrates, leaves the space. I begin again with the smallest numbers. Quick dance, shuffle of losses and leaves. Only the things I didn't do crackle after the blazing dies. One of the things that binds First UU together as a religious community is that the congregation has a common purpose. For First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin, that common purpose is our mission. 
the congregation wrote it together and put it on the wall in the sanctuary. Every Sunday, church participants say it together so that we may more readily carry it with us in our hearts throughout the week. Let us say it together now. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Our meditation reading this morning is Love Letter by Nathalie Handel. I'd like to be a shrine so I can learn from people's prayers the story of hearts. I'd like to be a scarf so I can place it over my hair and understand other worlds. I'd like to be the voice of a soprano singer so that I can move through all borders and see them vanish with every spell-binding note. I'd like to be light so I illuminate the dark. I'd like to be water to fill bodies so we can gently float together indefinitely. I'd like to be a lemon to zest all the time, or an olive tree to shimmer silver on the earth. But most of all, I'd like to be a poem to reach your heart and stay. This is the time in our service where we center ourselves together and we breathe together. And breathing together, we sense one another's loving presence. Breathing in and breathing out, we follow our breath to a deeper place inside, a place of greater wisdom, a place where a spark of the divine resides within each of us. Today, we greet an ancient friend. Each Sunday, this friend joins us in our search for what is true, for what is good, for what is beautiful. This friend joins us like a congregant beside us in the pews, flickering quietly, patiently, glowing with our love. Today, this friend will join us in the middle of the sanctuary on a throne of salt and metal and wood. Today, we greet the fire, ancient and powerful, sometimes friendly, always worthy of our respect. We will bring it gifts, all the things which we are ready to let go of as the earth begins another wheel around the sun. What does this task ask of us? It asks that we be able to listen with compassion to our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our lives, and our world. And so let us enter into a time of sacred silence where we find that the ongoing sounds of this world also speak with the voice of the divine. I invite you now to light a candle if you are so moved. Candles representing sorrow, joy, hope, remembrance, resilience, whatever it is that you need to honor during this time. This, too, is our old friend Fire, dancing with prayerful joy, carrying whatever it is that you need carried. As we light candles, I invite you to keep in your mind and heart members of our community who are ill or in sorrow and those who are celebrating joys. Please hold Lorraine Alton in your hearts. Lorraine fell and broke her hip recently. She will be in rehabilitation for the next few weeks. 
Let us hold the silence together throughout this meditative time. And now we light one last candle for all those for whom there is no one to light a candle. Before we really get going, I want to address our friends who are in church online today. 
Today is our burning bowl ceremony, which involves taking pieces of flash paper and putting them into a fire. I would like to invite all those in church this morning who are not in the physical building to participate and be both creative and safe. <laughs> yeah. You might toss an imaginary piece of paper into a candle. You might use your powers of visualization and imagination to put a piece of flash paper into a bonfire in your mind. I would love to know what you decide to do, so feel free to let the church know about it in a Facebook comment or an email or a carrier pigeon or whatever. And whatever you decide to do, I will be carrying one piece of flash paper to the fire today to represent what you are letting go of today. All right, let's go on. I want to ask you a strange question this morning. Who is fire? I know what fire is, but who is fire? How do you know it in your life? When I think of fire, I see a series of images and scenes. The Knight of Wands from the Rider Waite Smith Tarot, a young adult in silver armor and yellow clothing astride a red horse galloping across a desert. The gas heater in my first apartment and the way I had to lie down on the floor, on the scratchy carpet, and stick my hand underneath it to light the pilot light every single time I wanted to use it. Uh, and it was always accompanied by the smell of burning dust because I did not use it very often, because I did not like to get under it and light the pilot light. I see Prometheus chained to a rock in the sea, punished for giving fire to humanity. I see myself standing with my friends in a backyard at night, the black sky above us, the darkness holding us, shovels in our hands, laughing and chanting as we dig into the earth to make a fire pit. I see Christ resurrected, roasting fish on the shore as Peter swims frantically towards his beloved teacher with all his clothes on. I see myself holding a single candle in my hands and lifting it upwards to the ceiling of a chapel as we read the name of another beloved soul on Trans Day of Remembrance. And of course, I see the chalice. We light it at least once a week, sometimes more often. The chalice holds more meanings than I can count, which is its power and its beauty. It is the spark of the divine within each of us. It is the light of truth. It is the fire of commitment. It is the warmth of community. It is a torch to light the way. It is the fire we tend that was lit long before each of us. It is the gift we give to all those who seek it. It is an image from the 40s. It is a timeless illustration. It is an object in our sanctuary. It is passion. It is reason. It is the flaming chalice, symbol of our faith. Today, I want to do two things. I want to explore fire as a recurring symbol in our faith and our lives, and I want to guide us through our ritual of the burning bowl. So, fire. Fires must be fed. Like us, they eat. When I think of this, I see myself on my back porch, standing over a little black grill. I accidentally drop a ring of onion between the bars of the grill and into the coals, and I say what I always say when this happens. That one is a sacrifice to the little god of the fire. <laughs> I'm kind of kidding, but I'm not. I believe that. There's a little god inside of my grill. That's why the tofu comes out so good. <laughs> the fire must be fed, just like me. The fire in our church's chalice eats oil. There's like an oil lamp inside of it. And the fire of our burning bowl eats something more complicated than that. In a very literal sense, it eats its accelerant and also flash paper, but it also eats gifts from all of us. The burning bowl is a New Year's service held by many Unitarian Universalists. This service is our chance as a community to consider our year and consider our attitudes and behaviors 
and then keep what was good and let go of what was not. What shall we each give the bowl this year? What is it that we are ready to leave behind? There is always a lot of advice flying around, especially this time of year, regarding exactly where we've all fallen short. Some of it may even be good advice, but I worry. Because I want us to find our joy and our truth by what resonates as true within each of us, and not by listening to shame. I want to speak from the heart about this. I think we all have something to let go of today. We all do things that hurt people. We all do things that hurt ourselves. And we all do things that do both, and we hurt others while we hurt ourselves. And many of us cling to these behaviors for reasons that are sometimes simple and sometimes complicated. In their misguided way, these behaviors protect us or serve us. We lash out to push people away before they hurt us. We isolate ourselves to protect ourselves from the painful possibility of rejection. We say hurtful things to feel strong instead of weak. We judge because we are afraid of the danger others may be putting themselves in. We replicate cycles of abuse and oppression to maintain our power. And we know we have to stop. But we get stuck. When someone else points it out, we start to panic. We feel ashamed and we start to spiral. And my friends, I don't want you to let anything go today just because you're ashamed. You deserve to live a beautiful life free of whatever it is that has hurt you, that has hurt you or those around you. We all deserve this, and we can build this life together. As Unitarian Universalists, we affirm that all people have inherent worth and dignity, and that means you. We can let go with a spirit of joy, a spirit of care, a spirit of love. And we can grieve whatever must be grieved with open hearts, unburdened by shame. Shame demands that we shove whatever repulses us into a box and fight to keep it hidden. But with compassion, we can see that even our worst behaviors were trying to protect us and show us love in a misguided and harmful way. And we can hold this part of ourselves close to our hearts, thank it for all it has tried to do and all that it has taught us, and then, finally, we can say goodbye knowing that the sacred fire will transform it. So let the fire shine its light upon you. Listen for the still, small voice inside, the divine spark which guides you towards a life of love and joy. And together we will feed this fire, for indeed, whatever you give the fire is a gift. The fire of the burning bowl will live by eating what you feed it, and it will transform what it is fed, and it will feed you too. And I believe that by feeding the burning bowl, you also feed the chalice. What might you feed the fire today that will give fuel to the light that shines upon systems of oppression until they are no more? What might you feed the fire today that will cause the light of truth, the warmth of community, and the fire of commitment to burn even more brightly than before? What might you feed the fire today that will tend to your own divine spark and the divine spark of others? What might you feed the fire today that will honor and care for the flaming chalice, symbol of our faith, rich with infinite meaning? And so, with all of that in our minds and hearts, let us light the burning bowl and begin this ritual. Together, we will consider the year before bringing our gifts to the fire.
In a moment, I will invite Carolyn to carry a flame from the chalice into the bowl. As she does so, let us sit in prayer and contemplation of our own special relationship with the chalice. What values does it hold for you today? Which flames dance most beautifully within you this morning? If you are joining this ritual online, I invite you to light a candle, imagine a bowl vividly in your mind, or do whatever it is you would like to do to participate. I will hold this piece of flash paper for all of you and carry it into the fire last. The fire of the chalice, which is now the fire of the burning bowl, welcomes you. Love, beauty, joy, and compassion live within it. The fire accepts all of who you are and all of what you will give it. As you consider this past year, you may feel a sting of shame. You may recoil from something you wish you had not done. Please know that you are safe here, and no one desires that you feel any shame. You need not hide anything from this sacred fire. You are already held by what is sacred and counted among the beloved of the world. You are a creature of inherent worth and dignity, and nothing can change that fact. This truth lives within you, and you can return to it at any time. Now, as the fire burns, let us take a moment to take stock of the past year, 2023. I invite you now to close your eyes if it will be helpful to you. Let the memories of this year flow through you as much as you can. Say hello to your joys. Say hello to your sorrows. What did you do this year that brought you joy? And what did you do this year that did not? Let's take a moment to hold each memory of our thoughts and actions to see which brings joy and which does not. If shame comes, you need not fear it. You are safe here. Now let us hold our flash papers, or simply our thoughts, near to ourselves. You can hold this paper in any number of ways. Hold it against your heart so that it can feel what most longs to be free. Hold it against your head so that it can hear the thoughts which wheel within you. Hold it against any part of your body which feels most tense so that it can meet your body's pain with compassion. Or hold it in a way that your heart, mind, body, or other guide asks you to. If you feel a mysterious communication, follow its guidance. You are safe here. Let us take a holy, quiet moment to listen to whatever still, small voice might speak to us now. What shall you let go of today? There are many ways to know. You may know it by a word or a phrase. Fear, anger, bigotry, reliance on the opinion of others, self-doubt. You may know it by an image in your mind, a closed fist, a dying plant, a dusty stack of papers, an old book, an empty glass. You may know it by a feeling in your body, a tightness, a hot face, a sore throat, a restless urge to run. You may know it by a color, a face, a voice, a sound, or even a disorganized thought. These things go by many names. 
You may not be entirely sure what your gift to the fire will be today, and that is all right, too. You are safe here. Whatever you will be letting go of today, hold its identity, its name, its image or thought or sound as you hold your paper. And if you wish, you may whisper its name into your paper now. Now, as you hold this thing in your hands, you might see that it is not what you first thought. Perhaps it's much larger than you had realized. Perhaps it's much smaller. It has done something for you, perhaps in a misguided way. It has tried to protect you or tried to teach you. It may have harmed you. It may have harmed others. It may have done both. But in its its imperfect way, it has tried. Now comes its time for it to transform in the fire and find a new life, supporting the values you hold in the flame of the chalice. If you are ready, or if you feel able, out loud or in your mind, I invite us now to thank these parts of ourselves for all they have taught us by saying, thank you, I wish you well. Thank you, I wish you well. Now let's cast them into the fire so they can begin their new existence.
Please recite with me the words for extinguishing the flame. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Blessings on your new year. May you know the joy of transformation without shame. May you see the way the flames of love, truth, and beauty dance in your life ever more brightly with every gift that you give them. Amen and blessed be. Go in peace.
This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.